Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally podcast, the place where women from around the world come to discover God's plan for health in body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and health evangelist. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. You're listening to podcast episode 37, my exclusive interview with Reverend Alicia Pitts, founder of Pauline Ministries, four-time author, Christian speaker, mentor, and chaplain. After being rejected by people and never fitting in, Pastor Pitts turned to God and spirituality. Whenever she felt misunderstood, the Lord spoke to her and said, It is not meant for people to understand you. Know that I understand and have chosen you. In this exclusive interview, Pastor Pitts talks about one of her current roles as she serves the Millville Police Department as the first African-American female police chaplain. She is also the lead chaplain of Millville Memorial High School and most recently staff chaplain volunteer of the New Jersey Department of Corrections. In her own words, I live a life of servitude and leading by example is my most effective means of leading others. She has appeared as a guest on Flashpoint with Sherry Gregg, KYW News Radio, The Corey Lowe Show, Between the Lines Empowerment Network, Wove Inspiration, Perspective Transformers, Forgiveness Across the Nation, Conversation with Stevie on iHeartRadio, Business Mastery Summit, and many others. In addition to hosting her own podcast, AP Live, Live Inspired, other media mentions include Joyous Expansion Podcasts, Press of Atlantic City, Wilmington Public Library, SNJ Today with Isaiah Shoal, and Christian Authors on Tour. Pastor Pitts resides in Millville, where she is a devoted parent to her beautiful daughter along with her fur baby. You'll be blessed and encouraged and inspired as you listen to the wisdom shared by Pastor Pitts. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, founder of Pauline Ministries, four-time author, Christian speaker, mentor and chaplain, Pastor Alicia Pitts. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Thank you for the warm welcome. Oh, I'm so glad to have you and to be able to host you on the show today. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. So, Pastor Pitts, usually before we get into the show, I open up with an icebreaker question. So if you can let our audience know, what are you doing in your life right now that is simply rocking your world naturally? Well, um, basically just servicing the community, something that I've I've always been doing. Um, I am a volunteer police chaplain for the Millville Police Department. And my nine to five job is I work for social services, AKA the welfare office. So I'm constantly um, servicing the community. And um, just most recently we had a a march, the police chief um, called on the chaplains to be there um, for a presence of, of, of peace. And um, so it was very interesting being out um, in that march um, that day. Oh, I'm sure. Just in the light of what's going on in our world 
you know, right now being in that position of a chaplain to be able to offer prayer and to bring the community together as a whole mm-hmm. is so essential to what we're going through and experiencing right now. Yeah. Um, as I've been saying to others, uh, one thing that I learned in dealing with chaplaincy is practicing what we call ministry of presence, not trying to proselytize or convert anyone, but just making ourselves available. Now, if they bring up God or different things of that nature, then that would be the opportunity for us to minister to them. But we're there to uh, be available in whatever capacity that may be. Oh, that's an excellent point to really bring out because you you really serve as a bridge and bring that peace into the situation. Yes, yes. And and the thing is, um, with the police chaplaincy, I am there for the officers. We're not working with anyone that's being incarcerated or anything of that nature. I'm working closely with the officers. So, um, well, right now, uh, because of the pandemic, um, but before... We, I would go to their police briefings, do ride-alongs, um, different things of that nature um, with them. Oh, wow. And again, I can imagine that's just a very supportive role um, for our community. Mm-hmm. And so you have many hats that you wear. <laughs> <laughs> many hats. And so you know, with you being a, a chaplain, you're in the heart of social services where there's so many needs of um, people being met. You are a pastor. You, you have your own um, podcast. How do you manage all of the different um, roles that you have to fulfill in your life? Balance and discipline. Mm. <laughs> really being disciplined. Um so sometimes you got to turn the TV off and, and that's my, usually my way of relaxing. Uh, when I, when, when I come home from work, I usually try to find a movie. Um, but since this pandemic, I haven't stopped working, but in the very beginning, um, God blessed me where we were coming into work for four hours, but we were getting paid for seven hours. So approximately, um, about two, two to three weeks ago, we just went back into full time. So I, I took advantage of that time when I was coming home at 12. And so anything, you know, different things that God had laid upon my heart, that's what I used that time for to to execute those things and um, get those things prepared. And I like how you said that, you know, even in the midst of the pandemic, just that having the ability to have more time Mm-hmm. to be able to accomplish uh, the things that you needed to accomplish. And I'm kind of hearing that universally that, you know, even in the midst of the pandemic, there have been silver linings in it. And one of them has been that time because in our culture, American culture, we're so busy mm-hmm. with doing so many different things. And so it's given us time to kind of slow down and really get in that quiet space and, um, whether it's just to really hear from God or get some direction or wisdom, um, it's really presented that opportunity for many, many, um, just yes. like you shared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lord spoke to me back, I, I would say almost maybe maybe two years ago. And, and the word was stay in the state of preparedness 
so that when the opportunity presents itself, all you have to do is walk through those doors. And um, it's sad to say that mm. some people have not taken advantage of this time. And because um, I know for myself that once everything lifts and everything kind of settles, I know I'm going to be hitting the ground running so that certain things that I was doing during the pandemic, I may not be able to give that much attention to. So now while I have that time, that's the time for me, time for me to prepare. And so he said, stay in a state of preparedness, perfect, perfect your crafts, perfect your your, your giftings so that when the opportunity presents itself, you're already ready. You're not trying to get ready to walk through those doors. Oh, and that's outstanding wisdom because, you know, I've, heard it said in the past, like preparation comes before blessing. Mm -hmm. And so um, being prepared, you know, at all times, be also ready. Yes. I think definitely is, you know, wisdom that was given to us. And so it really is being, you know, in that prepared state. So with the work that you do, Pastor Pitts, whether it's pastoring, whether it's serving um, vulnerable populations in our community or whether it's chaplaincy. Is there any role that you prefer over the other or is it, do you have a balance between all that you're doing or is there one that you really, it just really has your heart? Honestly, I think all of them are, are kind of like one in the same and that's serving, helping, helping mm-hmm. people. Uh, whether it's to promote healing, um, change a mindset, um, it's, it's in me to do. Um, it's funny because sometimes um, I apply for some interviews and, and they'll be like, well, we don't want to talk about God or, you know, whatever. And I, and I try <laughs> to tell them, and I tell them this way, um, I know how to do an interview without bringing uh, religious jargon into it. But at some point in time, depending on what you ask me, it's going to come into play because I am a Christian. Absolutely. I can take pastor and stuff off the table. I, um, I remember one of my, uh, uh, a good friend of mine, and um, she, she wanted to talk to me. And she said, uh, I want to talk to Alicia. I don't want to talk to pastor. I want to <laughs> talk to Alicia. And I told her, I said, well, you can talk to Alicia. But Alicia is a Christian, and guess what? The same thing I would say to you as being a pastor, I'm going to say to you as being Alicia because of me being a being a Christian. Mm, I love that because mm-hmm. who you are is just, yes. this, you know, it's who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's who you are. So that's that's interesting that um, you did say that. So again, serving. And it's just something about serving. It just is a rewarding um, feeling to be able to give back, as you shared, and, and serving the community, serving others in all the different capacities that, uh, that you are in. And so also, you have a podcast of your own. Can you share a little bit about your podcast and where our listeners can find you out there? Yes, um, the podcast is on Anchor and it's called AP Live, Live Inspired, and the AP is just my first and last initial. And um, what you will find there, you will find uh, different teachings or, or sermons there, and um, my author interviews, um, 
news interviews and different things of that nature is on is on there and um one thing with my messages my teaching messages they're they're straight no chaser messages Hmm. so um i believe that before we can help others we have to help ourselves and so many times we try to be heroes to other people when we ourselves need to be saved so um, i'm very um adamant about doing that inner work when you do Mm -hmm. that inner work and you know and be healed then you're able able to bring that to other people and i and i think people we have many people out there um that are in positions that have not been made whole that's the Mm -hmm. word i want to use they have not been made whole they have not been healed and so how can you bring wholeness to someone else when you yourself is not whole Yes, Lord. And I thank Mm -hmm. you so much for sharing that, Pastor Pitts, because I think more and more, I think we are seeing this so much. And um, I was sharing with someone the other day, I said, you know, they're saying that we have a pandemic, you -hmm. know, of COVID-19. But in the body of Christ, there's this pandemic that we're facing where we have, whether it's leadership or individuals who are serving in the in the body of Christ and you know everyone feels like they have to be superman or or wonder woman yeah and there's just like you said that inner soul work has never taken place and so it really creates a lot of dysfunction yes it creates um stifling within the body of Christ Mm -hmm. because I think we all have to get to that place of honesty because guess what we all have issues that we all need to be healed you know of and allowing the lord to come in and just being honest and being real with you know what i got this going on in my life and i I need some some healing i need some inner soul work so i can be effective for the kingdom yes yes and and what i what i found um just in my own experiences i've had people in, in a sense search me out and you will find you have people that's well past grown still need to be nurtured. Mm. Um, I've seen some people in the body where they need all this attention. And I, I call it an attention demon um, <laughs> because you have some people they have these issues and yeah. some of them, they don't they don't want to be made whole. They're, mm. they're, what they do is uh, they're seeking attention and they don't care how they receive it, whether it's through empathy, whether it's through sympathy, but they're really not going to address what they need to to address to be made whole. So once, for instance, if God revealed it to me that this is what's going on with this individual, and and if I call them on it, then they're going to leave me and go to somebody else that will listen. But here it is again, Mm -hmm. never addressing the issue, and it's just a revolving door, you know, uh, because now I've, I've put out this disclaimer don't inbox me don't contact me if you're not willing to do that in in a work because the truth of the matter is i can instruct you i can give you a direction but if you don't do what i've told you to do then you're not going to get the results that you're looking for yes and that's so true and i and again just seeing that more and more i think within the body of christ but mm-hmm. You know, it's really being honest and being really real with where we're at because, you know, Christ is coming back for a bride without spot or a wrinkle. That's right. And we want 
everyone to reach that place of wholeness and yes. to fulfill the destiny, you know, that God has for you. Yes. And and I believe there, there's some people out there, um, they're in they're in a state of ignorance that they don't they don't mm. know. Whereas you yes. have some people, they are willfully they're willfully going into it with, with their eyes open. And, and the thing is, um, those that do know, um, you're going to be held accountable. You know, I, I tell people all the time that I have many gifts, but much responsibility comes with, mm. with those gifts. And so um, we, we had to be accountable, even leaders. You know, you see stuff going on and, and you're not addressing it. The, the scripture talks about how um, he says, as a babe, you desire the sincere milk of the word. But then there comes a point in time that uh, you should be growing. You should be maturing. And so yes. the scripture says now um, we have people that should be teachers, but they need to be taught all over again. They keep mm. laying again the foundation, which, which should not be. And so there's, there's a, a disconnect somewhere, whether it's a lack of teaching, a lack of discipline, a lack of, of self-control, because a lot of times uh, people expect God to do everything, but there's some things that we have to do. There's, there's one scripture says that, well, we have to sanctify ourselves, set ourselves Amen. apart. But a lot of times we're looking for God to do uh, all these things, but there's some things that we have to do. We have to exercise discipline. We have to uh, exercise self-control. And even the scripture, he tells you, he says, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you shall produce much fruit. So if you're not yes. producing, I question whether he's in you and whether you are in him. Because the Bible says that it's not a, a, a might or maybe you shall produce much fruit. Absolutely. And you hit on so many things, Pastor Pitts, and one of the, the key words that you said a couple of times where you were talking about discipline, mm -hmm. and I think that's so firmly rooted in discipleship, yes. and when we get that discipleship, and a lot of times today, Pastor, I'm seeing that many people don't want to be discipled. Mm -hmm. they, they don't want to be discipled or fighting discipleship, but truly that will bring so much inner healing mm -hmm. because we come dis become disciplined in the things of God and we grow. Yes. And I think that discipleship is a long life experience. It's just not like a one-time thing because we're always growing. We're always um, developing in our gifts and in our faith. And uh, it's a lifetime process until either we go home to be with the Lord or until he returns. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I, I, I agree with you with the discipleship. Um, some people don't want to be taught. And then, honestly, the leaders are not really discipling. Mm -hmm. um, and so people that are new babes in Christ, they're kind of left to them to themselves. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess that's why uh, God gives me the messages that he gives me, because most of the messages that I preach are self-inventory messages that is going to help you to grow and, and, and not stay stuck. Um, I'm reminded of a, the parable where the husbandman went to uh, get some fruit off this tree. And he he says, I'm tired. Every time I come to this tree, there's no fruit on it. And, yes. the, and the thing was, the tree had evidence. It had the leaves as as the as the sign that fruit should have been there. And yeah. so 
the other husbandman says, wait, before you cut this down, let me dig around it again and let me <laughs> dung it again. Here's grace stepping in. And, and, and he says to the husbandman, he says, now, if, if it don't produce after another year, then we'll cut it down. But if it produced, you know, we've gained some fruit. And yes. and and so we have to, um, as I always say, um, when when do you go from being a victim to a victor? When do you go from surviving to thriving? Yes. And and it's something that you you have to want. We know that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. God is not going to make you do anything. And and there's some things that we we have to willfully give up. I remember a man of God, and he said, um, God, he can he can take some things from you, but there may be some things he choose not to take from you. Mm-hmm. And this is the example he gave. Uh, Rakisha, if you give me, if I take your pocketbook. You're going to want your pocketbook back because I took it from you. But if you give me your pocketbook, you're not expecting it in return because you gave it to me. And this Mm. is how God does with us sometimes when we because if he just takes something from us, something may trigger us and we may want that that thing that he (laughs) took from us. We're going to be looking for it again. And so uh, this is where he gets he takes delight. Right. He takes pleasure in us when we do things out of free will, because the truth of the matter is he could have made us like the angels. Right. Just um, uh, doing his bidding and doing his command. But he wanted to get a pleasure out of it. And the pleasure comes when we willfully do what we're supposed to do, when we willfully discipline ourselves and, and just different things of that nature. Oh, absolutely. And that makes a difference in our relationship with the Lord. Yes. You know, it makes a world of difference in how we respond. We're responding to him out of love. Yes. Versus, you know, feeling like we're having to give up something. Yes. <laughs> yes. It don't become a chore or, or a tedious chore. Right. And so, Pastor, you also have a book out there as well called Let It Go For Your Sake. Yes. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about your book. Well, the book is on forgiveness. And I don't preach get over it, but help you to process what forgiveness is and what it is not. Mm. Um, Many people have uh, different ideals of what forgiveness is. And most of the time, it's the wrong idea. Um, What I can tell you in having this book, I do book tours. And the funny thing about it is most people, when they look at the front, because the forgive part is on the back. And so they'll come up to the table and they're like, okay, what's this about? And when I tell them it's forgiveness, there's usually some kind of sound gesture like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's (laughs) You know, it's a sound gesture or yeah. it's, um, well, I guess I must need it because I'm at this table, you know. This it's is one me, of those Lord. things. And then um, as I'm having a conversation, they'll say, it's hard. And my mm. response to them is hard, but it's possible. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I love that because I think that they're so, um, when it comes to, to health and healing and wholeness, our emotional health 
has a lot to do with that forgiveness. But at the same time, that impacts our walk with the Lord, too, Mm -hmm. because if we're holding all of the the baggage or the weight or um, even if it's the emotional traumas that we've experienced by not being able to forgive someone, there might be stagnation in a person's life and they really don't attribute it to not forgiving. Yeah, because even the scripture tells you, you you can't even receive forgive, forgiveness from God unless you forgive others. Mm. It, it is based on condition. He's, you know, we say, and see, this is the thing. We don't think about what we pray, right? Forgive us right. our debts as we forgive our debtors. Or the other one, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespassed against us. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and even the scripture, he says, when you stand praying, forgive. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know something ain't going on, he said, what? Lay your gift at the altar. Go get go try to reason with your brother and then come back and pick up the gift. Yes. You know, and so uh, a lot of times what, what I this is the question I usually propose to people. If you were that person who was the offender. Would you want someone to forgive you? Mm. And most people would say, yeah, if it was me, yeah, I would want them. <laughs> so, you, 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 you know, so that um, the, the book, it is a is a it's a workbook. So mm. it's going to help you to process some things, because many times um, I, I, I did a forgiveness workshop, actually, based on the book for three weeks. Mm. And what I find is people that once they go through the workshop, or once they go through the book, it's like, I thought I had forgiven, forgiven, yes. but um, I guess I didn't. So you, you have all of that, you know, all of that going on. And a lot of times people do what I call blanket forgiveness. But with forgiveness, forgiveness is a process and you have to be specific in, in regards to the offenses and you have to be specific in regards to the offenders. So that way, when something happens, you don't get that trigger anymore mm-hmm. because you'll have people saying they have forgiven. But when they talk about certain situations, they're still emotional about it. Yes. And so therefore, that emotion that they are experiencing is a clear indicator that they are not fully whole. Oh, and that's so good, Pastor Pitts. And I love the fact that the book is in a workbook format, because when you write things out, when you have those certain exercises before you, it just helps you to do more reflective thinking. And like you said, people, things start coming up and people think they've forgiven and they've let things go. But as they work on that, um, you know, things come to surface and you just yeah. don't realize, man, you know, I thought I had forgiven my mother. I thought I had forgiven a, my father or relatives or whoever it was that, you know, there was some type of wrong um, that was committed. So, again, I love the fact that it's in a workbook format to allow people to do that inner soul work. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for our listeners out there, Pastor Pitts, that um, are listening to you and maybe they need to um, do some inner work regarding um, forgiveness or they just like to connect with you, where can they find with you, find you out on the web? 
Well, I have my own website. Um, it's entitled aliciapitts.com. They can send me a message through there. Um, I am on uh, Facebook. I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I always like to put this disclaimer out there. As far as I know, I'm the only one with the spelling of my name. So if you type in A-L-E-E-C-H-E-A, I should come right up. Oh, that's phenomenal. And are there any closing words that you would like to leave with our audience today? This is still a good year. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Hallelujah. In spite of of, uh, what's going on uh, uh, around us, in spite of uh, what the government has said, and whatever you got going on, it's still a good year. Um, I was getting the question, and it was, you know, how are you doing in the midst of all of this? And I can honestly say that nothing has really changed except for I don't go out to any engagements. Yes. But the truth of the matter is uh, God has given, like I'm, I'm living in abundance in, in, in an overflow. Mm-hmm. And even if you may not be in, in that place where I am, I want the audience to know that there is still hope. As long as you have breath in your body, you have an opportunity, number one, to get it right. And the other thing, David said, Lord, teach me to number my days. Yes. We need to take advantage of the time that's been allotted to us. And it's no point in being jealous or envious of people who are moving forward. Because the people that you will see moving forward They are taking advantage of their time. They are disciplining themselves, putting some things in order, in order for them to move forward. Like I tell people all the time, when you see me doing all these things that I'm doing, number one is God inspired. And all I'm doing is simply just being obedient to what God has given me. I'm not worried about what somebody else is doing. I'm laser focused on whatever God would have me to do. And so there's a blessing in obedience. There's a blessing in obedience. And the Bible says, if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. And I'm eating good, y'all, because number one, (laughs) I'm willing and I'm obedient. Mm -hmm. Um, My mind goes to Jesus when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he said, Lord, if it be your will, let this cup pass. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And if we're going to make it as, as believers and as Christians, we have to put God's will above our own. Yes. And a lot of times what ends up happening is I, I taught on last night when others disappoint. And a lot of times it ain't even about other people. We, 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 there's things that we are doing and and we have to take responsibility of it. You know, we will make a plan and we leave God out. And when the plan don't work, now we want God to jump in and fix everything. Hmm. And who better uh, to plan our lives than God himself? Why? Because he knows every, he knows everything aforetime. There's nothing that can happen in our lives that can surprise God. And 
we even got a scripture to back that up. No matter what comes, he said, all things work together for the good of them who love God and who are called according to his purpose. And the scripture says that no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So I would just implore you to be obedient and do it on purpose and allow God to work in your life and know that if if whatever you may be going through, if you're going through a situation that is is negative to you, God can turn that negative into a positive. But you got to when we when we say we believe in him, that means we fully trust him. We're not trusting in our own ability. We're not trusting in our own capabilities, but we are fully relying on him to do it. Because the truth of the matter is human beings, man can only take you, but so far. Yes. You know, and so that that's that's what I, I want to leave with the audience is to is to be obedient. Um, I'll say this and, and I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> uh, I tell people. I say this like Daniel said. Daniel said, when I turned my heart to understand, the Lord heard me. Mm. In other words, when I got in position and got in the perfect divine will of God, then everything else fell in place. Yes. You know, I tell people all the time, I can't afford to cut corners. I can't afford to start over. I'm 46 years old. I can't afford to do my, my first works over. Mm. So I'm laser focused now than ever. And so I'm, my mindset is this. If you can't connect to where I'm going, it ain't no point in us connecting at all. All right. You know, and, 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 and that's what we have to do. Because when I look at Jesus, Jesus, he went about doing good. He was on a mission. And the mission was to fulfill the Father's will. Yes. And we, too, must do the same. Hmm. Wow, I have been truly blessed by all that you just shared. And it has been, again, a blessing to be able to host you on today, Pastor. Would you mind saying a closing prayer for our listeners today? Sure, I count it a privilege and honor to do so. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We just thank you, God, for everything that has been said and done. I ask you, God, that those that are listening that bring healing, whatever area that may be, in every area, whether it be mentally, physically, socially, relationally, mentally, Father, in the name of Jesus, bring healing and heal as only you can. And God, those that may be uh, listening and they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, open up their eyes that they may see because you are the author and finisher of our faith. And Lord, even when we find ourselves sinking or drowning like Peter, help us to open up our mouths and say, Lord, save me. Move pride out the way. When we know that we need help, move pride out the way. Lord, those that are on this call, they, they may need something financially. Father, we ask you, O oh God, that you will supply their need according to your riches 
in glory. Lord, you said that we didn't have to worry about food, clothes, and, and raiment, because that's what the Gentiles seek after. But you told us to seek ye first your kingdom and your righteousness, your way of doing things, and all these other things will be added unto us. You are a good father to us. We ask your God this day that you will elevate our faith. Help us to trust you even the more in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, if there's anyone on here that, that don't know you, deal with their hearts, deal with their minds, and you draw them, Father, with your loving kindness and your tender mercy. And I pray a special prayer for Rakesha, Father. Continue to bless the work of her hands. Continue to lead her and guide her in the way that you would have her to go, Father. And Lord, we'll be so very careful to give you all the glory, to give you all the honor, and to give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Beautiful and anointed. Amen. Thank you so much again, Pastor Pitts. It's been a blessing to have you um, on the show. And I pray that God would continue to anoint you to lead and be that influencer Amen. that we need in our world today. So God bless you. And, Amen. Bless uh, God bless you, Pastor. For health tips, faith-based education, and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash rockyourworldnaturally and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash rockyourworld28.